You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Here's something I used to think. I had to book in real wedding clients and do real world work and then wait weeks, often months, to potentially get photos back from the photographer just so that we could have those photos to use on our Instagram or on our website, making sure that they came from professional photographers showing real commissions work. I think it's a fair assumption to make that you needed to wait for the professional photographer and those would be the only good photos that you might be able to use from the wedding. But here is a honest to God's truth. Not all professional wedding photographers know how to take beautiful photos of flowers. And you cannot blame them or get mad at them for that because... Learning to photograph flowers is very similar to learning how to photograph food. And it's a very specific niche within the world of photography. So when I used to finally get pictures back from people's weddings, so often I would wait and I would look at the pictures and I would be like, oh, those photos would be so underwhelming. And finally... Finally, I learned photographers will most often specialize in one area of photography. And most, with many exceptions, but most wedding photographers are great editorial, landscape, and or people photographers. They are there to capture the experience. They are not necessarily there to capture and create your portfolio of images. So you don't actually have to wait to do real work to get a professional photographer to take pictures of that real work in a real situation to be able to build your portfolio. And that, my friends, is something I wish I knew five years ago. So I am telling you today, because You do not have to wait to do floral design and then have it at somebody's real wedding and then wait for the photographer to send you photos just to be able to build your portfolio to put on your website. And in actual fact, I would encourage you to take control of the situation, get it back into your hands, and know that you can actually start building your portfolio today. In order for the photos to come back from a real wedding and for you to absolutely love them, I think three magic things need to happen. One, you need to have been commissioned or have been given the brief to create work that you like. And I know that might sound confusing because you might be like, well, 
but Kathleen, it's a paying customer, so it's all going to be fine. Yes, however, I will tell you that there are some times you take a job for the money, and there are some times when you take the job because you know it can be a major creative opportunity. And then there is a nice middle ground where you know the work is going to be beautiful and you're going to get well compensated. Somewhere in that space is where you need to be to be able to build a portfolio of images that you like. The second thing that then needs to happen on the day is that the light needs to cooperate for the photographer. It's very possible. Many things are out of our control, particularly the weather. And if it's the middle of summer and our bride and groom are getting married with a three or a four o'clock ceremony and it's garish, bright light, the images are not going to be stellar. And then layer on top of it, the photographer at the wedding needs to know what they're doing in terms of capturing beautiful floral designs. It is totally fine that some photographers do not have that as their number one priority. And in fact, I would be surprised if wedding photographers had that at the top of their list because in the bulk of cases, when it comes to capturing images, it's about the people and the experience. And 100% floral design is part of the experience on a wedding day. But don't assume that the photographer has time, has been given the task, or has the skill to make that happen. So, how can you take back control? And how can you start building your portfolio today? I am going to outline to you a very simple two-step approach. Step one, make a plan. Make yourself a vision board of what you want your photographs to look like, feel like, and possibly even what you want the content of those images to be. One of my favorite places to hang out is on Pinterest. Create yourself a little collage of images. So important to have a really clear vision for what you're actually looking to capture. Otherwise, when it goes to trying to curate images for your portfolio, you are going to be all over the place. So spend a little bit of time on Pinterest. Compile a list of images that you love. And then start to dissect what's actually in them. Remember that so much of photography comes down to the actual content in the photos. The more time you spend dissecting the images and really starting to evaluate the angles that they're shooting at, the backgrounds that they're using, does it include people? Is it just a still of some beautiful flowers? Is it a flat lay? Is it an actual arrangement? Is somebody holding the flowers? Is it a work in progress? Is it the craftsman being creative? What angle is it shot at? What kind of background are they using? What kind of lighting might they be using? There's so much to learn in terms of photography, but one of the most important things you can do, spend time dissecting the photos you love. And very specifically, look at 
the composition and the contents of that imagery. If it's a table arrangement, what kind of angle have they shot it at? What are they actually doing in terms of the ingredients that have been included in that design? Is it the color palette that you love or is it the actual construction of the piece or is it the way that this person is holding the bouquet? There's going to be something that you're drawn to with every image that you compile on your Pinterest board. So start compiling images and start analyzing them. And because I am such a super helpful person, I have actually put together the latest brand board, a little bit of an example, so that you can see what I am talking about. I would definitely, 100%, think when you're putting together your Pinterest board for yourself, feel free to grab any of these photos, but also remember to look for a combination of actual flower images, but also the creative at work. Things that include hands-on design, work in progress, the idea of you being the one actually constructing something. So the link is in the show notes if you want to check out the Pinterest board that I have created, or just head straight over to Pinterest, create yourself a board but make sure you include a handful of photos that might fall into the category of floral designer at work. There's some amazing examples on Pinterest of artists being captured in their environment. And that is so important in terms of building your portfolio. I used to think, oh, I need to just get the images with the bride all dressed up, holding the bouquet in the very classic, traditional sense. Actually... Taking a slightly different perspective and showing the maker behind the magic is a game changer. It's how you're going to build a connection to your clients. It's why they're going to come work with you and not with somebody else. And it's how you start to get way more comfortable showing yourself on social media. So step number one in this two-step process. Create yourself a vision board for the types of images you want to start compiling. Then you move on to step number two and the actual process of capturing the imagery. I'm going to talk you through three different ways to go about this. But at the end of the day, you can also use a combination of all three. You don't need to limit yourself to just one. Number one, practice photography yourself and I know photography is a whole other skill to be developed to be honed to be practiced don't assume that the first time you pick up your iPhone and take a photo that it's going to look exactly like that one on Pinterest but if you pick one image on Pinterest and start to go through and recreate or replicate that image, figure out the kind of lighting that they've used, the kind of ingredients that they've used in the design, construct the design, sort through the background, figure out the angle that that thing has been shot at, and then start playing around. If you can find a picture that you really like, you can absolutely put in the time to capture something similar. 
And I can guarantee you yours is going to be different because the ingredients that you have on hand are different. Your design aesthetic is different. The lighting conditions are different. Your background is different. But you can use somebody else's photo and composition for inspiration. And the more time you spend looking at other people's photographs and really understanding what is it about that image that I like, the faster you'll be able to replicate that result by taking pictures yourself. Here's the tip. This takes a lot of practice. Because designing flowers and creating something that looks good on camera are two different things. So along with practicing your mechanics, remember too to also set aside time to practice your photography. And as I told my students last week, buying a set of presets for Lightroom or VSCO is going to elevate your photography game so much. Because all photographers will spend as much time editing their photos as they do taking their photos. For them, it's a very clear two-step process. They capture the light, they take the picture, and then they edit. So we can do exactly the same thing. We can find a photo that we like, look to see the elements that we really appreciate, what are the items that we want to try and recreate, take our version of it, capture that photo, and then apply your own presets. It is a game changer. So approach number one is to practice photography yourself. Approach number two is to invest in this thing called a brand shoot. So there used to be a time where styled shoots were all the rage, and I'm sure that's still true, but I just no longer buy into that idea. 100% as a business owner and as a creative designer, think it is absolutely worth the time and energy to invest in a brand shoot. So a brand shoot is different from a styled shoot because it is way more, in actual fact, it's 100% about you at the center of the shoot. So it's not about hiring a model and getting a dress on her and having her in a big landscape. Instead, it's actually having a photographer document your process, document you in the midst of making, and revealing a little bit of magic behind the scenes. This becomes way more effective in terms of you then being able to use that material on your website and on your social media. So I absolutely think investing your time money, energy in a brand shoot is way more effective than trying to organize a styled shoot. Because the brand shoot is so much more about you. And, hot tip, you don't actually even need to fully create a design. The last brand shoot that we did, one of my favorite pictures is me making a table arrangement. I didn't even come close to actually finishing that table arrangement. It was all about setting the scene so the photographer could capture me in the midst of making. And 
when it comes to doing your brand shoot, how much you'll pay a photographer is going to be significantly less than how much you might end up paying a photographer, a model, and a hair and makeup person if you did a styled shoot. Plus, you don't need to invest in near as much product for a brand shoot that you might need to do for a styled shoot. Because at the styled shoot, you're going to want to go over the top, create the installation, create the archway, have multiple versions of bouquets, possibly a whole run of table centerpieces. But you can get away with buying just a few bunches of things and having a photographer capture you making magic happen. 100% a great way to go. So approach number one is to start capturing images yourself and start practicing. Number two is actually investing, paying money for a brand shoot. And number three is when you're looking at your calendar of workshops and learning opportunities for this year, prioritize the ones that are actually going to have a photographer at them. Anytime that you can go learn from one of your favorite designers and there's going to be a photographer there means that you'll actually get pictures of your work. You will get pictures of you in the midst of doing your work. And if you ask nicely, I bet you can also get a quick headshot done. So 100%, it is worth paying a little bit extra if you have the opportunity to go to a floral design workshop where there will be a photographer on hand. And that is exactly why for our workshop this year in April, I am commissioning my favorite film photographer to come hang out with us for two full days in April. I am hosting a four-day retreat down here in the Southern Highlands in the midst of peak dahlia season. And these dahlias are going to be in abundance. and They are grown less than five kilometers away from the super fancy house that we're staying at. So you can come and join me Tuesday to Friday. All food, all accommodation, everything covered. And we'll be setting up and organizing two full shoot days. So my favorite photographer will be there so that we can organize headshots for everybody. We can do work in progress shots of you and your bouquets. We can do final styled shoot images as well. Quite literally covering off all of the bases. And because I know I want everybody to start to get more comfortable taking photos of their own work. We're also going to host a short tutorial passing along the basics, ins and outs of photography. I'll give you guys access to my favorite presets and tell you all the ins and outs of lighting and how to make photos look good on camera. It truly is, in my experience, the best way for you to be able to build your portfolio which is why it's so important to me that when we put workshops on, we have a photographer there so that I can give you that opportunity and walk away with a plethora of images that you love. Because if I could go back and reinvest in some of the workshops I had done, 
I would totally prioritize the ones that had a photographer on hand. Because that is how you start to learn to photograph your own work. It's how you start to capture and communicate the work you want to be doing to your clients. So if you're up for it and you want to kickstart your business in 2020, I would love to have you join us here in the Southern Highlands in Australia in April. I am limiting it to a maximum of 10 women. 10 ladies will all be staying in the same house. Food, drink, indulgence, goodness will all be covered. We will be talking about business. We will be sorting out flowers. We will be starting to create the designs that you love. And I am there to also have one-on-one sessions with everybody and make sure you feel completely sorted and ready to conquer the world. So if you think you can swing it, come to the Highlands in April and let's do this thing. If you don't think you can swing it, but you still want to start to build your own portfolio, step number one, jump on Pinterest and start to create yourself a mood board. Pull together a collection of images that you love and then start to dissect what is it about those images that you really connect with. Then you will have the focus to understand what to do next. So step two is once you've completed that Pinterest board, put time in your calendar every single week to be practicing taking photos of yourself and your work. Option number two is to invest in a brand shoot. Hire a professional photographer who is a brand photographer who can start to unpack and capture your creative story. Option number three is to go to workshops and participate in workshops where professional photographers will be on hand so that you can very intentionally build a portfolio with work that you love as well as learn a thing or two about business and design. And I would love to see you here in the Southern Highlands. Sign up because I know that that workshop is going to sell out. So... I will hopefully hear from you to sign up for the workshop in April. But of course, as always, if you have any questions about anything, let me know. Let me know. And have a beautiful day, flower friends. I hope that's helpful. And don't feel like you have to wait for somebody to send you photos of work for other clients. Because you can do it yourself. And I'll talk to y'all later. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you want to get your hands on some more good stuff, jump on over to girlbossbusiness.com and grab my free course. That's G-I-R-L-B-O-S-S-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S.com. Enter your email address and you will automatically receive access to day one of my free four-day online program. In my free course, you'll get access to even more tips and tricks and how-tos for building the business of your dreams. I am on a mission to make sure every designer has what they need to build their dream creative business, just like me.